Have you ever been working on your business and you're having dreams of selling that business and then starting another one and all that happens within like 30 seconds? Well, you've ever had those thoughts before, this podcast episode is going to be for you. Let's go. Welcome to the How to Sell Online podcast, where you can learn how to start, launch, and grow your online store from amazing people who've been right where you are now. Hi, I'm Allison J. Prince, and I went from being a junior high science teacher to building four multi-million dollar online businesses with a husband, four kids, and a dog. Each week, you're going to hear real open and honest conversations with people who share how they started selling products online, created their own successful online businesses. I'll also bring on experts from a variety of fields who share tips, tricks, and inspiration to give you the answers you need to achieve your goals even faster. So get ready to learn how to sell online, kick fear in the teeth, and learn to live your best business life. Why? Because you can. Welcome, welcome, friend, to the How to Sell Online podcast. All right. Do you ever have that moment where you think, mm, that didn't go as planned, but a lot of times those unexpected things turn into something pretty darn amazing? Well, it happened today. I invited Danae Pitcher onto the podcast to talk about her business growth and how her company has gone viral on TikTok. But then our conversation changed. Danae is a serial entrepreneur and a mom of five. And she was considering selling her business. And guess what? She's already thought of a new one. Wait, what? Yeah, because she's been dealing with the same kinds of struggles facing so many online entrepreneurs. I've been there. And maybe you're right there too. But because my friend, as much as I love, love, love selling online, owning an online business isn't always easy. The thing though is there are ways to make it easier. And that's what Danae and I dug into together today. Huge aha moments were happening. This episode does go a little bit longer than the other ones we've done, but it's got some real raw emotion in it. It's also got answers, clarity, and aha moments. If you've ever wanted to switch business, switch gears, you've got to listen to this episode. This conversation will be well worth your time whether you're just getting started or you already have an online store up and running. All right. Are you ready? Here we go. I cannot wait for people to get to know you. What you've done. <laughs> uh, just, holy cow. You are moving. I might throw you a curveball. Because <laughs> I have this business for sale this week. <laughs> but I have another one started. But yeah. But that's why I want your help and advice. So. That's so fun. Okay. So let's get started, but I just want you to tell me where you first got started. Like you, uh, taught piano, you decorated cakes and you were a babysitter. Why did you choose e-commerce? To be honest, I'm scared of a nine to five job. <laughs> <laughs> my <A> lack <laughs> of commitment. <laughs> like doing that for the rest of my life scares me. Like right? being stuck working for somebody else. It really does. Cause my youngest is going to kindergarten this year. So it's on my mind. But yeah. I would get fired before 10 o'clock. If yeah. I got a nine to five job, I would be so fired. I wouldn't make it on time. I would want to change everything because everything would be broken. Yep. <laughs> I would get fired. Okay. So you wanted to get into e-commerce because you know, you weren't locked down to the nine to five job, right? Yeah. When did you get your first sell online? Like the summer of 2020. Okay. How did you feel when you got that first sell? Uh, it was amazing. We were jumping up and down the living room with my husband and we're packing the first box. It was so fun. Did you get your kids involved? Oh yeah. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never won the lottery, but if I were to have won the lottery, I feel it would be a very similar feeling, right? Yep. Cause you're like, I just created money out of the air. I didn't have to go ask a boss. I don't have to go ask anybody. You just created money. Even today it creates momentum for me when I hear the teachings. So. so it's on your phone. Yep. loud and clear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think we should hook it up to our house speakers, our home speakers, just for it to like rattle the whole house. My son says, booyah. Every time, like if we're at the store and he'll yell, booyah. <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> Where's the most unique place you've heard the cha-ching sound? Probably like at the doctor's office <laughs> and he'll just yell it from everyone. I'm just like, Oh no. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, 
I love, I love hearing people's stories of where they're at when they hear the cha-ching and they're like, do I turn it off or do I celebrate this moment? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I think we're very kindred spirits. So you're a wife, you have five kids, one more than me, and you seem to be a serial entrepreneur. I'm finding that right before we got on, I think it's, you're a serial entrepreneur. It's in my heart. Like I've done that to almost 24 seven for two years now. Like I love it. It's, it's addicting. It is. It's addicting, right? Yeah. Okay. So tell us about this first store that you started and what you're doing and where you're going with it. Okay. So my actual first store wasn't Marmy's. It was a different one. And I started, my mom also started a store at the same time. And my sister started a store at the same time. So we built them together and it was super fun. My mom started Marmy's and she turned it into candles and she found it was really hard to get the candle scents you wanted and get them shipped in time. And you've got some run out of the popular scents, but you don't know what's popular. So it's really frustrating for her. And I said, well, why don't I just make the candles for you? Like it would just save on all that hassle. And so I learned how to make them. And then I had my daughter also learn how to make them. So really my 13 year old daughter then was making the candles for us for that whole fourth quarter. And she was busy and she made more money than we did. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so it was really great. I'm glad you um, paid her. I know some moms that are like, that's your dinner for tonight. <laughs> you make no, candles. <laughs> no, I paid her. <laughs> yeah. I want her to like it. <laughs> so after that fourth quarter, my mom was just exhausted and just was like, I'm done. I can't do it. And she was just going to be done. And I was like, wait, you are so much further along than me. And I'm already making your candles. Like I'll buy it from you. So I bought it for my mom, which nice. was a very wise decision. <laughs> um, so I bought it from her in March. Okay. Just March, 2020, 21, 21. Uh, okay. yeah, 21. So I've had it a little over a year now. Okay. And so when you bought it, did it have sales coming in? Yeah. So I actually wrote down that fourth quarter that my mom had it, she made about $10,000. And then we had consistent sales after that. So it did have sales coming in when I, okay. So you take it over and you're like, 10,000 is great, but I want to do more. So what are some of the levers that you pulled to help you to grow your store? Um, the first thing I did was subscription boxes. Okay. I was able to get probably about 30, the first few months. And that actually carried me through the summer because summer sales and candles isn't awesome. It slowed way down, mm -hmm. <laughs> but then it picked right back up in August. Okay. And then, box. so you did the subscription. Did you do a refill box too? I do have refills. Yes. Okay. So did that help as well? Oh yeah, for sure. I get a okay. lot of repeat customers from that. Yeah. Repeat customers are the best thing <laughs> in the world. You get to spoil them. You get to love on them and you make a lot more money for that. Okay. Yep. So you, um, introduced a subscription box. You're selling the refills. What else are you doing to help grow sales on that company? Um, we started a lot with influencers and we did find a few that were great. Um, we did find that a lot of influencers just didn't convert, but they gave us great pictures. So that was the positive, mm -hmm. but the biggest thing that has helped us is actually TikTok. Okay. Tell us about it. Cause <laughs> this, and I'm so glad you're saying this because I brought in Elise Dharma and she's going to do a three-part series because I'm seeing what is happening on TikTok. And I, so many people are like, no, I don't want to do TikTok. I don't want to dance. I don't want to point. That's not the game anymore. Okay. So tell us about this TikTok journey. Okay. So in November, my sister came, my sister-in-law came over for the holidays and it's like, she's really big on TikTok. Her whole business is on TikTok. And she just said, oh my goodness, you have got to do it. And I've, I was dragging my feet. I don't want to be on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, fine, if you want to do it. And she was so excited for me. So I just brought her out into my garage and let her take videos. And then she went home and posted videos and they went viral, probably five of them <laughs> went viral. And I was having so many orders come in and I do have one video I checked right before this. It's at 5.7 million views. Oh my gosh. Is this, on, wait, is this on her feed or on your feed? She put it on mine. She has access to mine right now. <laughs> okay. She so she funny. puts up a video and then where's the link at in your TikTok? Don't you it, have to certain amount, have a certain amount of followers at first to be able to add a link? That's what I thought. It's actually, if you can just verify your business, they'll give you a link. It's just like Instagram. It's in the bio. Okay. Tell us about that TikTok video. Like what was it about that made them say, I need to go buy that candle now? 
Okay, so I'm not good at them. When I put them out there, they're not fabulous and they don't do well. But when my sister does them, they're awesome. And I think it's because she gets the timing just right. She says about every two or three seconds, you get the video to change and keep moving to keep interest. Mm, yeah. But mine have gone viral when they have sounds um, like ASMR sounds. Okay. Like we put our hand in the bag of beads and we pick them up and drop it and you listen to it. Okay. Mm, so the sounds and the rate of speed that it goes at. I mean, that's all I can say that works. I love that. <laughs> I, don't I, love know. That it, I love that it's not complicated, right? No, Some people are like, you have to post it this time. You have to post 30 times a day and you have to dance and sing and twirl and jump. And, and then you have to twist it and edit it. And you're like, I just dropped some beads. And I, <laughs> I was like, I would have never made that video, but she made it. And it was awesome. <laughs> okay. So was there any call to action on it for them to come by uh, to your store? Link in bio at the end. Yeah. I just said link in bio. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. This is making it way too simple for us. I know. <laughs> Where's the complexity? <laughs> There's none. There's none. So how many times are you posting on TikTok? I probably do once or twice a week. Every now and then I'll have her post for me because she does better than me. <laughs> like she actually just reposted that exact same video and it again went viral. And it's just you dropping beads. Mm -hmm. Are they the wax beads? Yeah. Is that what they are? And then people come over, they click on it they come by on your site. So what did that do to the sales in your store? Oh, it, it was crazy. I could not keep up. <laughs> that was most of December was just crazy nuts. And then I thought it would die down. And then <clears throat> she did a few more videos in January and it was my January was bigger. It was huge. <laughs> Which everybody says January slower. And you're like, uh, uh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So you're attributing a lot of the drive, a lot of the traffic to TikTok. TikTok. Are you ever showing your face on there? Is it ever you talking or is it more of your product? I don't talk. Like sometimes I'll be in the video packaging, but I'm not doing anything. I'm just packaging. <laughs> not, you're not like the face of the, like, Hi, I don't like the dance, talking no. head. No. <laughs> okay. You, Denise, seriously, you are making this so easy. So easy for us. Okay. So $10,000 when you bought it from your mom, about how many orders did you ship out through like December and January as you're going viral on TikTok? It was about a thousand, a thousand orders in those two months, probably. Okay. So you're telling your husband, you can't go to work today. You got to help me ship. <laughs> yeah, no, we did. We did that once actually. <laughs> how did you manage all of that? I mean, you got five kids. Um, it was crazy. I did hire a high school gal to come and package for me because okay. I just couldn't keep up. And then in January, I taught my neighbor how to make candles because my daughter was back in school and I need someone to help make candles. So she knows how to make candles if I ever need her. <laughs> <That was good>. <laughs> <laughs> but my kids do do it too. I pay okay. them to come and help me all the time. That's so great. They're learning the whole, whole process of it. Have you ever thought about, well, actually right before this, you kind of have a little twist to your story. Do you want to talk about the twist to your story? Yes. Uh, so I was so burnt out. Honestly, I was just so burnt out after January. <clears throat> so I think that's why I've considered selling. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I've been so busy that I've, my family work life has not been a balance. And so mm -hmm. that's where I've been prompted to sell it and maybe try something else. I kind of just want to try all the things. Like every time you have a podcast, I do it. <laughs> I kind of just want to try it all and just know what it's about. Cause I know I can always start because obviously look where I've come this far. Yeah. So I can always start again if I want to, not that that's super Isn't fun, that, but I can. <laughs> so freeing though, yes. to know that you'll never go back to the babysitting days if you don't want to, or never right. go back to the piano teaching. Yeah, I have other options. options. Yeah. So many options now. Is there something you can do though? Uh, let's say the coach site's coming out in me, um, that would help lessen your load to make you not want to sell it. Or are you just like, Nope, I'm going to sell it and move forward. So honestly, I'm not convinced that I want to sell it. Something holding you back. Um, well, just that it's going well and it, like it gets sales. I don't have to do too much usually. So that's nice. <laughs> okay. Then why are um, you selling it? This is your cash cow. <laughs> this, no. is, this is your cash cow. I, I was just, it felt so busy, especially in the fall. Okay. That's so, why. So you're like a hundred percent selling it or you're hundred percent want to be convinced to keep it. 
because I can I'm honestly I'm in the middle right now (laughs) but I've already hired a broker signed it but I did tell him I will only sell it for high (laughs) that's where I'm at as you should because it's really amazing what if you were to off um get rid of some of the stuff that's on your plate that's stressing you like one thing may see I don't know if you know her story she was selling t-shirts and she just can't keep up with them and I said raise your prices and she said no I said, trust me. So she raised her prices and she was still getting the same amount of orders. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm making a whole bunch more money. And all I do is raise my prices, but Allison, I'm dying. And I said, raise your prices again. And she's like, wait, what? I think it was three times before three price raises before the order started to slow down. But by that point, she was making so much more money and able to start getting her life back. So what if you did something like that? And I'm not like, I don't want to talk you out of it either way. I just want to, this business is amazing. What you're doing is so brilliant. What if we were able to offload some of that pain and some of that overwhelm to where instead of the business running you, you're actually running the business where you don't have to necessarily ask your kids. I mean, if they want to, they can volunteer to come work, but you can still be the mom and not the boss of them. Do you want to go down that route or do you want to go down the route of launching the new business? I actually hadn't considered raising prices. Have you seen my prices? Like, I feel like I'm high. (laughs) Okay. I'm on your site right now. What's your, what's your number one niche? Uh, Is it mother's day bowl candles, hand poured candles? It's Um, the double hand poured candles. Yes. Okay. Uh, And have you price compared with other sites like Etsy or anything like that? Yeah. And are in your hire? Yeah. Okay. I also wholesale them and they're higher than a lot. Okay. So people like to pay high because they know they're getting quality. I know personally, I would rather pay a little more knowing that I'm going to get a high quality product. And if there's anything wrong with a product, it's not going to, I'm not going to have like, I don't know. Have you ever tried to do a return on something online and they just give you the runaround? Yep. <laughs> finally, you're like, it's not even worth it. It's just not even worth it. But I know if a company is taking good care of me, I will pay more for that product because my time, I value my time. I don't want to be on the computer arguing with a customer service person. So if the orders are too heavy, that means your prices might be too low and to up them to help with the influx of cells that do come in. How, how many days does it take you to ship? That's actually a really big stress (laughs) because by the time I get the order, then I pour the candle and then I have to wait for it to cure. And then I package it and then can ship it. I average about five days, but in the, in the fall, it was like 10 to 12 days. (laughs) Okay. Why don't you give yourself a, a grace period and say, these are handmade custom made candles for you because of the curing, because of the, I would just think of some other fancy words in there. These bowls ship in two weeks. Yeah. Zulily, they take a month to ship your products and people are fine with that. Why? Because people understand that it takes a month. We never can think same day shipping like with Amazon. (laughs) We're not Amazon. Amazon doesn't do handmade custom candles. This is a totally different product, totally different product. So I think if you put, these are handcrafted made to order, um, something where you're, uh, I don't know, mixing the perfect smelling potion or something like that. So that you will absolutely love these products. I think people will be more than willing to wait two weeks for something handcrafted. Like this is a personalized product for them. It's not mass bulk, anything like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then have you ever thought about having I know I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I'm just going to say it, but your top selling product that, um, doesn't necessarily need to be personalized so much. Can you start importing that? And so they're already made ready to go. Importing a candle Uh like overseas. Uh I have not thought of that. I'm going to put that little seed in your head. Because it's still, you can still say, I want it this big. I want this smell. I want this many wicks on it. It can still be designed by you. It's just assembled in China. That's what Apple does with our phones, right? Designed in California, 
assembled and wherever. And then, so you have that custom one that a lot of people are buying and that can ship fast. And then you have a personalized one that takes up to two weeks to ship. And then you're not having to wait and sit in your garage when it's two degrees outside. <laughs> like I, you're so close, like you've got this successful business. And I think just a few dial turns, you're going to be like, this is the best thing ever. And I see so much of you in my beginning journey when I thought I had to do everything by scratch, everything made by hand, everything, every little thing. And then I started learning, oh, wait, I don't have to do all this. Oh, wait, there's resources out there so I can be with my family more. Wait, I don't have to stick a, a branding label on every single package. Someone else can do that for me. And it only cost me a penny. Why have I not been doing this? And so I think if we just take off some of the busy work and lighten that load, maybe you'll have a little bit more clarity versus thinking through a burnout thought process, but maybe more of uh, a little bit more clear when it's not all on your shoulders with the stress. I mean, you have five kids I know. <laughs> you got orders coming out your ears that you're trying to ship, that you're trying to compete with Amazon shipping. I, I kind of felt like maybe you were a little guilty or feeling a little guilty for shipping in seven to eight days. Cause maybe you're thinking that's too slow. And I'm like, no, no, you got a personalized product here. You're dealing with a whole different beast. Okay. So what are your thoughts? Well, let me see if I got this. So if you were me, you would look into maybe sourcing some things from China, some candles uh -huh. or pieces of it so that you're not doing all the grunt work. Hmm. Take off some of that production load. And if you want to keep it in house, then we can talk about that. But I do think there are some ways to help lighten that load of yours uh, that you're putting on yourself that you don't need to hold. Because on your site, I'm on your site right now, and there's nothing on there that says it's handmade. I would have no clue that these were handmade unless you told me. Hmm. And so if I'm going to buy it, I've already decided to buy it, whether it's handmade or not. I mean, if I go to a site and it says handmade, crafted, personalized, all that kind of stuff, then yeah, I would be so mad if I got a, like a made in China sticker, right? <laughs> Wait, I thought this was handmade, handcrafted, but I'm going to your site knowing that I'm going to buy it no matter where it's made. But internally you're thinking I have to make these. And I don't, I don't think you have to, if you don't want to. I guess I'm slightly scared because of the shipping. Okay. Because I've had so many candles crack or break just in shipping, just in the United States. So like overseas super scares me. <laughs> so I'm glad you're bringing this up. Um, they're experts at shipping. They've been shipping. They're the biggest exporter in the world. They ship out so much stuff. You just have to go to good company. People know how to ship there. They know how to protect it. Sure. You may have a couple that are broken here and there. That's just what it is, but start out with a small sample. And honestly, like if, if you're hesitant, don't do it, but I just want you to just plant that seed in there. Even if it's for them to help you with your boxes or to help you with your wicks or to help you with the bowls or to help you with something to lighten that load. So it's not so heavy. Definitely look into that. I'd never consider that actually. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at some of your other things, your hand poured candles and the metal tin, those won't break. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. So those can all be imported and you can even find people in the States to do these type of products for you. If you don't want to import from China. And then if people are buying and you're getting so bombarded, raise your prices. Cause then that can pay for the extra padding that you need in the candle. And if, if you say these are extra padded to make sure that your candle arrives safely, people will love to pay extra for that because they know that sometimes UPS drivers, <laughs> I don't know, back over packages. I don't know sometimes what they do, <laughs> so how they arrive. You're like, how did that even happen? <laughs> we got a box the other day and it had a sticker and it said contents we're not in the box when it arrived. And I'm like, oh, obviously there's nothing in here. Why did you even ship us this box? That was empty? <laughs> and bless their hearts. I can't even imagine being in the shipping space right now and what they have to go through. But I mean, if you start, imagine doing a TikTok video with all the extra packaging that is in there to protect the candle and you're educating your customers on how cool this is packaged, right? 
and how it's delivered to you so carefully and so safely. I think I'm just looking at your products. I think you totally could increase the price. Your numbers are saying it. Okay. Keep going. What other, I know this kind of, this is a little bit of interview slash a little bit of Allison coaching. What other questions do you have? Like, let's keep going. Let's keep digging in where you you walk away and you're like, okay, I've, this is what I want to do. Let's create more of that clarity. Hmm. What if, what if we go down the path of you selling it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. When that goes into someone else's hands and you see that they start doing some of this stuff, like automating it and you see that they grow into a big business. Um, and you're like, oh, I could have done that. Are you going to be okay with that? I thought about that. Um, well, yes and no, <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> okay. Then think about starting a brand new business. Um, I've already done. <laughs> you've already done. Okay. What's, what's that business? I, I launched last week. <laughs> <laughs> a serial entrepreneur. Check. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just knew that my summer would be slow and I didn't want to push shipping candles in the summer because all okay. of them and it's just not fun. I get, I get so, that. It's a t-shirt business. <laughs> okay. Are you seeing sales on that? Wait, no, are you, are you printing? A sublimation. So you're okay. I love you so much. I you're know. Gonna be in the exact same spot. <laughs> you will in a year. You're going to be in the exact same spot. Burnout and not wanting to do it and wanting to sell it. Now, if your game is to just flip businesses, then you've got a good business model, right? Grow until you burn out. But is burnout fun? No. No. <laughs> what happens when those sublimation products go viral? Same thing. Yeah. You're gonna be the same place. I think you got to look at your systems. You can start anything. I mean, you could sell a shoelace company. You could start a, a toothbrush company. You've got it in you. You do like, it's all there, but the way that you're going to keep going, you're going to run into the same thing over and over and over again. And until we open that up and, and figure out why you're trying to hold on to it so much, I think that's where the, the roadblocks can come. It's going to come every single time. That makes sense. Especially when I'm making everything. <laughs> you're making everything. Yeah. It's the same, same business, just a different, different name, right? Okay. So maybe you look at it. Which one makes you happier? Hmm. I'm really proud of the candle one. Okay. If you set the t-shirt side aside for a minute and really focused in on the systems and got that going, and then you had some time, you hire off most of your work, then you can launch that t-shirt one. Yeah. I'm not saying give up on it, but maybe just don't hit the gas yet. Mm -hmm. I love how you're an internal processor. I can see I your, <laughs> I can see your face expressions going, huh? Yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> huh. Like you're brilliant. You're, you're absolutely brilliant. You are. You're so talented. You're a hard worker. You got five kids and you're running two businesses. You've gone viral multiple times on TikTok, like you've got this strategy down, right? And until you break through and let other people hold that load, you're going to run to this wall over and over and over again. Okay. So what, uh, what other things can I have other people do? Okay. So what do you hate doing? What do you wake up every morning? I mean, besides changing the baby's diaper and changing, like cleaning the toilet, all the stuff we have to do as moms, right? In your business, look at what is the thing that you wake up in the morning? You're like, I really don't want to do that anymore. This lights me up, but I don't want to do this piece anymore. Social media and emails. I hate those. <laughs> you're, you're doing all your social media. I mean, all your, um, customer service. Yeah. I hate customer service. <laughs> Okay. This is so today. I'm so grateful that we're talking right now. I'm so grateful. We're talking right now. Entrepreneurs, we can do customer service for maybe the first couple weeks, maybe a couple months, but that should be the number one thing that we get rid of. We get off our plate. 
because we're the entrepreneur. So we're going to have a cranky customer who maybe just woke up on the wrong side of the bed, who maybe spilled their cereal, but they take it out on us. And we take it so personally because we put our heart and our soul, we're so vulnerable in our sights and they come at us and they're like, how dare you? And we're like, how dare? No, I was just trying to help. And then we try and overcompensate for their crap. It's not ours. That's their crap. And we have to have a wall. We have to have a wall. Someone who's not emotionally attached to our products say, whoo, that lady's cranky. That lady's cranky. It's not Danae's product. That lady, she just probably needs a Laffy Taffy for the day. Right? So that's number one. I never, okay, you'll get to the point and, and I can talk about the process of it, but you should be to the point where you never look at customer service emails. I don't, I won't. I know what it does to my soul. I've seen emails, like people make fun of my eyebrows. They make fun of my lips. They make fun of my hair. They make fun of my voice. And I'm like, I just don't feel like listening to that today. Julie Porter, she's in there. My customer service team, they're in there. And they're like, block, 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 block. Alice doesn't need to see any of this. They send me the ones that are fulfilling and they're going to light my soul to keep doing what I'm doing, keep showing up. I know there's people that are going to hate me and all that kind of stuff, but I'm going to let them deal with it. They can protect me, right? And they can bring me the goodness for me to keep showing up. So uh, VA, we need to get you a VA. That's your very first thing. Let's get you a customer service person that can come in and start doing your emails. And the best way to do that is you sit with them and you BCC them on in all your responses. And so they're learning how you're responding. And then you probably, I bet if you go through your emails, you're going to get the same exact questions or the same exact problems over and over and over again. And so you create what's called a canned response. And you can do that in your Gmail. If you just look up canned, C-A-N-N-E-D, canned response, uh, they can take all of your responses. And so if it's like, how long does shipping take? Uh, it can be your response. And they literally just hit paste and it goes into the email and then they hit send. Like a template. Yeah, it's a total <laughs> template. And then why is my package delayed? Why does it take so long to get products? My product broke. A lot of questions are the same in, in e-commerce, right? Uh, my package is lost. My package got stolen. Like all those that come in and you have someone answer all of those. And so like the first week you help them to know what to say. And then you say, okay, anything that comes in about shipping time, you have the answer. So start answering those. Anything that comes in that has to do with, I don't know, well, the next thing, right? You do those. So they're going to start taking off like 20% of the emails and 30% of the emails and then 50% of the emails. And then it's going to get to a point where you're like, Hey, I'm turning this over to you. Only ask me questions. If you really don't know the answer. You've built up their confidence to be able to answer correctly with your responses. You've built up the confidence to know how they're going to respond. And then you can start giving that away to them. And then when they start answering, have them BCC you in the comments so you can read them. You got to build that confidence up. You're going to build them up first, and then they're going to build up you. How many emails are you getting per day? Oh, customer service emails or yeah. it's not a ton right now. Um, probably like really like 10. Okay. So I think you get that off your plate in a week and not ever have to look at customer service emails. And then you, you can watch it, but eventually I don't think you should, you're going to build the trust where you don't even have to look in there. I don't even know how to look in a lot of my customer service inboxes. <laughs> okay. So Will this person know how to like go in and place another order if they're going to ship another one? So that's what you walk them through. Like, okay, so this one is on this broke and you need to ship them another one. Let me show you the process on how to do it. Mm. And so they know the exact steps to take and you're walking them through email by email and showing them how to do it. And then, so you do it with them, you BCC them on, right? And they're learning 
And then when they take over, they BCC you on to make sure that's the correct response that you want. And if not, you go correct them. They're going to mess up. I promise you. They're going to send an email where you're like, oh, (laughs) shoot, that was cringy. But if you don't let them, you'll never get to the point of that trust. And that's what you're trying to do. You hire someone and they're feeling lost. They're like, oh, can I do this? Can I do this? And you're like, yeah, I'm going to help you. I'm going to hold your hand through this process. So you literally hold their hand. And then in two weeks, you shouldn't be looking at emails anymore. So that's going to take off not only the time, but it's also going to take your energy and put it back into you, the entrepreneur. The positive. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like the only ones that I want to hear, unless you don't know the answer, um, you can come talk to me, but the only ones that I want to hear are the good ones. Just bring me the good ones. And they'll be like, okay, (laughs) that's it. And so it is all that seriously having someone tell you your crap for me, it takes a good 24 hours to cleanse that out of my soul. Yeah. And I don't want to do anything. And I'm like, I quit on more. Jared has to hear me complain for the next three hours. And he's like, shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> yep. So just get that off your plate. So where do I look for somebody or someone I know or. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those are my best is referrals. So you can put it out on Facebook and say, Hey, I'm hiring. Um, there's VA Facebook groups. You can go into the Facebook group section and type VA group. And then it's going to pull up people that are training VAs. And then you bring them on and, um, you give them a few tasks. So my favorite thing is to give them like three tasks to do. And if they complete all three, then I'll hire them. But if I'd give them a task and they don't get it back to me or it's wrong, I'm like, thanks so much. But if they're on time and even early and they understand and we get along well, then I bring them in longer. Like that's how I hired Julie. She's now my EA. Uh, I brought her in for three tasks. She was not only on time, but she was early. She was really clear with her communication. And then she always did a couple extra bonuses. So I was like, Hey, can you get me three of these? And she's like, well, here's five. I'm like, I love you. Like it just, it just worked really, really well. So yeah, there's lots of people that are looking for work an hour, two hours a day like that. That's we can cross that one off in two weeks. Okay. Next. What you got? <laughs> what do I want to get off my plate? Yeah. You said, um, social media. <laughs> yeah. Social media. That'd okay. be the same, thing. same thing. Same thing. Your customer service person may be able to do your social media. If not, then you can hire another person that specializes in it. I know you're thinking right now, can I afford to hire him? Yeah, you can. You want to know why? It's because you're killing it. You're doing a thousand orders, right? You have money, but you got to remember what's sucking your time. It's these um, $15, $20 an hour jobs. You should be focused on the hundred to a thousand dollar an hour jobs, right? If you're pulling in thousand dollar an hour jobs, then you've got to hire out the ones that you can pay 15 to 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So customer service and social media off your plate. Okay. What next? Uh, Well, same thing. Emails, sending emails, making emails. Oh, VA. Mm -hmm. VA. And you want, the beautiful thing is with that is you can, so there's an app called Vox V-O-X and it's like a walkie talkie and you can Vox when you're in line at I don't know, getting gas or something. You can box your EA and say, Hey, I need an email written. I want to promote this candle at 20% off. This is the story behind it. Will you write up an email and send it to me? And you look it over and then you send it back approved. And then they send it out for you. Hmm. All this stuff can be done. And there's trained, beautiful people out there that are literally looking for you. I bet we're going to get some emails on this podcast that are like, can I work for Denae? Can I work for Janae? <laughs> we'll send them to you. <laughs> I actually am in a mastermind with some girls and they're like, I'll work for you. <laughs> uh, you're going to have plenty of people showing up to work for you. And honestly, hiring is such a blessing because it gives you back your time, gives you back your energy. And then, you know, you're supporting someone. I remember one of the first gals that I hired, um, she said, Allison, our dishwasher broke. This is the first time in my entire life I've not had to put an appliance 
on a credit card. I had money to pay for it cash. Do you know what that does for me? I did it. I created this money. And I was like, it's a dishwasher, but it changed her whole trajectory. And she felt so important and like she was contributing and she was, and I felt so good. Like I love hiring people and I love writing them big, huge checks for things that they do. Like it's so fulfilling as a business owner to do that, knowing that I have my time back and my energy and they're contributing and making money. Okay. So those three things are knocked off your plate. What else takes your time? Um, probably packaging them to ship. Okay. Do you, in the meantime, cause China or someone trying to get your stuff is it's going to take a little bit more time, right? Uh, so we're in the summer months, a little bit slower. Is there any way you can start prepping this stuff now and then getting it to a fulfillment center? So let's say you create two pallets of your most popular thing over this summer. So you're storing a little bit, right? And then, I mean, you're still selling them, but then you have a fulfillment center, ship it all out. So, I, yeah, I've thought about that, especially since we're in so close. Yeah. Um, in my brain, I can't wrap around how that would save, it save time. Well, would it? I don't know. We're, we're looking at time. Look at time. Yeah. Don't save money right now. We're looking at time because this is a 15 to $20 an hour job and your mind is going to be in the hundred to thousand dollar an hour. Yeah. And you can run the numbers with them. And for everybody else listening, we did a podcast episode with him on fulfillment. Um, Vernon Evans is his name, put it in the show notes as well, but he does all my fulfillment and it is so slick. I haven't had one issue with his fulfillment. It's so great. And then just to know that that's all off my plate, I don't have to worry about it. And then you can turn instead of where's the shipping label. Do I have the box? Do I have the packaging? You have to worry about that. It's all on his. And so you're like, okay, offer, 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 offer. Where can I put more offers? How can I do more uh, ideas for TikTok? What, right? What videos can I record to give to my assistant for her to put up on TikTok? And then you just send her a Google folder of you dropping beads. <laughs> Something <laughs> yep. is so simple, right? And yep. she's in charge of posting it all and you don't have to do it. Yeah. Is this feeling lighter? Like a lot. Light. Yes. <laughs> You can do this in your t-shirt business too, right? Krista Jones podcast episode. She was feeling like you where she was doing screen print t-shirts and what she did, you'll have to listen to her podcast episode is she hired local moms to screen print for her. So that's actually the episode that got me wanting to do it. <laughs> there we go. Just do it with your candles. Can you hire moms to do candles? Yes. No. So I was planning on doing it. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> but when I talked to my tax guy, it wasn't going to work so slick. <laughs> There's a way to do it. Just talk to him again. Yeah. Or get a new tax guy. <laughs> <laughs> get a new tax guy. <laughs> but there's a way to do it. There's a way to do everything. You just have to figure it out. Hey, for all of you listening right now, if you could see Danae's face right now, she's just, <laughs> she's thinking. And it's so beautiful to watch her just think through this. Okay. How you feeling? I know I keep asking you that, but I really do care. Like it feels doable. It is. It totally is. It's like my, uh, <laughs> the next level coaching. It's like one of those sessions. I couldn't go without crying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good <laughs> well I'm glad it's a good cry and not like Allison no it's a good one <laughs> you're right there you're right there this is why we're not meant to do business alone at all I was with my coach yesterday and I was like I'm so stuck and he just turned the dial and I was like oh I was making it a lot harder than I needed to he's like yeah like I don't do business alone. I won't do business alone. We only see what we see and we get caught in the weeds so quickly and it takes us out. And then we'll be in that same exact position in a year from now. You will make starting a new business. You're going to have a new website. You're going to have more expenses. If you keep going in the candle business, like you're going, you're going to put more money in your pocket. If you run two businesses and you're splitting 50, 50, you'll make less money. 
Okay, so I'm going to challenge you to think about something. Okay. I want you to think about taking this business to a million dollars before you even think about starting the t-shirt business. You can still do it. But what if you got this business to a million dollars where you only worked on it for a few hours a week? You've got it in you. You just needed a couple answers. And then you'll need some more answers. So we've got the Facebook group. So just let me know or shoot me an email <laughs> and I'll get it. Julie will send it to me. Yeah. So you're right there. You're just hitting a wall, knocking down the wall. You got a really cool site, really cool product, a really good thing going. If you don't want to give up on it. Don't. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. What else? Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Will you keep me updated? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Definitely. I'll be cheering for you. I always do. Whenever you post, I'm like, yes, keep going. Keep going. I'll hit a hundred thousand soon. So you'll know. <laughs> You're super close to it. Mm-hmm. You're so close to it. It's interesting when I watch entrepreneurs, when they get started, their first like 10 K just feels so slow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then, uh, then they get to the hundred and then the second hundred comes so fast. And then their third hundred comes faster. I'm like, yeah, it's momentum. You got to start rolling the, the ball, like pushing, I just picture pushing a big stone. You already got momentum going on this candle business. You're going to start all over again with a t-shirt. Yeah. I don't know. It's of course it's your decision, but think about the million dollar mark before you start a new one. That's what one of my business coaches told me. And it was the best advice he ever gave me. It's good hearing from you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for coming on and being so vulnerable and talking about the hard crap in business. Not a lot (laughs) of people are willing to do that. And you did. So I just want to celebrate you and where you're going and all the goodness that you gave us. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> wow. 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 I cannot thank today enough for sharing what she just did here on the podcast. My heart is so full. It was such a privilege to work with her as a coach to help her discover that the solutions are there to take the burdens off that are so heavy on her shoulders. And that will allow her to focus on what's most important in her company while moving forward and towards her goal of achieving a better life work balance. I loved talking to Danae and I just wish I could have reached through the computer and just gotten to work with her on the back end because her brain is absolutely brilliant. Okay. Hopefully what we talked about will help you in your online business. I want to give you five fast takeaways, write these down because this will change your work balance life. Okay. Number one, don't do everything yourself. Yeah. Our businesses are kind of like babies. Sometimes you want to protect it. You want to make sure everything is done in a certain way, develop products and systems, then be prepared to get out of your own way. Number two, get the tasks off your plate that drain your time and energy. Did you hear the beautiful sigh of relief in Danae's voice when she admitted how much she hates dealing with emails and social media? She and you need to make your first hire to be someone to deal with customer service. You'll focus on the work that will make your business bigger and better. And that makes you really, really happy. Number three, raise your prices if orders are coming in way too fast. If you're like Danae and people are buying your product to the point where you're overwhelmed, time to get those prices up a little. Your super fans will be totally okay with higher price and it can help you reduce the volume of orders from people who are less likely to be longtime customers. And by the way, your business should not be built on racing to the lowest price. You are a business owner and business owners make money. 
Number four, be okay with longer shipping times on custom products. Look at the stress that shipping times have caused when it was so tight. In a lot of people's minds, we think we need to compete with Amazon. But Danae, she's making physically hand making every product to order. Tell people the amount of work that goes into the product and give them a shipping timeline. And they will not think twice about waiting longer for their item to arrive. Number five, don't do business alone. Danae mentioned that her husband, kids, and sister all helped her in her business and that she was also part of a mastermind group. Plus, she's part of an incredible online community. You have to have support to be able to grow your online business. Hire a great team. Get a coach, a mentor, whatever it is. Just find your people. I am going to be obsessively watching Danae's story because I'll tell you what, she's just getting started. And this woman is brilliant. And she is on her path to being a phenomenal top entrepreneur. I hope you love that podcast episode as much as I did. And you fell in love with Danae and her products. All right, friends, go have a beautiful, beautiful day. Make that money. Put it in your pocket where it belongs. You are a business owner. You are serving people and you get rewarded with a piece of paper with a guy's face on it. All right, friends, I'll see you next week. My friend, thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the How to Sell Online podcast. Are you interested in starting your own online business or growing that online store that you already have? Well, Sign up for my free masterclass and let me show you the three, count them, three secrets to making it happen. Even if you don't have any idea of what you'd like to sell, you're going to love this because you can learn everything from why Shark Tank, yeah, a Shark Tank idea is a bad idea to one little trick that helped me to sell over $1.1 million selling bum, 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 pillowcases. Yep pillowcases and the magic happened all while my kids were napping. This system has helped thousands of people start selling products online with many going on to sell 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, and even beyond the million dollar mark in product. And all you have to do is just jump over to zero to hundred K website to sign up for my free masterclass. You just go to zero dash one zero zero K.com and it will take you straight in there and you can start learning now. Easy peasy to sign up and it can totally change your financial future. All right. Am I going to see you there?